This is Invisible Podcast Radio. For those who don't know, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, you feel me? Instagram, it's lit. YouTube. Yeah, InvisiblePodcastRadio.com as well. So it's lit. Yeah. All right. So um, if you all just could clap it up right now, that'd be amazing. All right. Hey, I like this one. I like, I like that one. You like? (laughs) All right, all right. Hey, you guys. Thank you guys for coming out. Appreciate uh, y'all. I'm almost fell. Okay. So we're real breezy. Real cool. Wait, who, who are we? Who are we? We are IPR, Invisible Podcast Yeah, but Radio. who are you, though? I'm T. Merrill. Who are you? <laughs> who are you? I want to say her name for you, but she can do the honors. <laughs> hey, this is kind of cool. My boyfriend. <laughs> Yo, all right. So, um, without further ado, let's bring up Lauren Spearman of yes. R&B Yoga, y'all. Y'all Found clap it up. R&B Yoga. Love, 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 love. Yes, Lauren. This is the hot seat, so... Uh. Yes. It's the throne. I told her to call it the throne, because it's got, like, all... All the, right. You know, Miguel, if you can give me a thumbs up on the recording, perfect. We good. All we, right. We cooling. All right. Okay. So, so, let's uh, let's get this interview started. So, how you feeling today, Lauren? Tonight, rather. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pass the mic to you. Thank you. All right. So, just give us and give the audience a background, your background as an artist, okay. how you started R&B yoga, things like that. Okay, so I'm the owner of R&B Yoga. I pretty much just teach yoga, R&B music, hip-hop music, rap music, whatever. I started it literally literally a year ago, yes. too. So it's kind of cool that this is, like, their one-year anniversary because my one-year anniversary is, like, in a week. Um, so, yeah, I pretty much just thought of R&B Yoga. I was just chilling with my friends. I had rented out a yoga studio, but I didn't know, like, what I wanted to do yet with it, but I knew that I wanted to be different. Um, and I was just like turning up with my friends one night and like Drake was playing and I was like, wait a second, like, would y'all do yoga to this? And they were like, yeah, totally. And I was like, all right, cool. So then I just decided, you know, trap yoga was already a thing. So I was like, let me just do R&B yoga. And it kind of just worked out. People loved it. So. Okay. And give us background on you're born and raised in Chicago. Yeah. So I'm born and raised here. I've always lived in the city. I was born in Bronzeville, but I moved to Humboldt Park when I was about, like, nine. So I pretty much was raised there. Went to school in the city, went to Whitney Young, um, never really left here. So I love Chicago. I'm super prideful about it, and I'm glad that I was able to create something that Chicago loves so much, too. And it's something healthy, so, yeah. Dope, dope. So if you can just give us background as an artist for you, uh-huh. right? Explain, I would say, where your inspiration came from more so within yourself. Why yoga and uh, what inspired you for that? Yoga is just something that makes me feel good. Um, it helps me with so many things, like mentally. I started doing yoga at 14. So, I mean, that's pretty young. I did yoga. For, I mean, it was like a 14-year-old problem. It was like over like a guy. And it didn't really mean anything at the time, but it made me feel good. And so I like realized that yoga makes me feel good. I didn't realize till about like 20 that I could like make a career out of it and actually like make money off of it. Um, and so that's when I was like, you know what? I think that you really can follow like your passion. You just have to like do it in a strategic way. Um, so yeah, yoga means a lot to me. It keeps me sane, and I just pretty much love spreading that to everybody. Dope, dope. Yeah. So just to give the audience um, background, so with IPR, every month we have a theme uh, that the show is based around. And so uh, for November, our theme is the road of reflection. So Lauren, we're just going to throw a question out to you to start everything off. Uh, we all, in some form or way, right, have busy lifestyles. So mm-hmm. I would want you to break down a moment. Um, of where you paused and what what is your go-to for self-reflection so there's so I mean it's I'm only 24 and I own a business that just sounds stressful and it (laughs) is like there's so many times where like I question myself and I might doubt myself or just like I have so many things to do and um, I do I definitely experience lows Um, I, I do yoga for that but I also do acupuncture. Um, I'm really into like holistic methods and sometimes when I feel like super stressed, it just means that like my energy is blocked. Um, and so I do acupuncture and it clears like the channels and you know, in your body, which may not make sense to some of you guys, but like, you know, in holistic healing, like you do have channels of energy running through you. So sometimes you might feel something like an artist block 
it's actually like within you that something is blocked. And when you do acupuncture, it pretty much opens up that channel that was blocked. And then you just feel like revived again. Um, it's kind of like a forced induced meditation. You're pretty much just like lying on a, on a, you know, what is it? Flat surface. And you have the needles in you that are pinning those points that need that attention. And you're lying on there for like 30 minutes and you're just meditating. Um, that's what I do. Or I go to the spa. Um, I pretty much just highlight self-care, self-love. Like if you're ever feeling like down or blocked, like you should just stop and just put yourself first. So acupuncture is my way of putting myself first. Yeah. Okay, so piggybacking off what you just said about mm -hmm. self-love and all those things, mm -hmm. how important is self-awareness? So kind of falling into self-reflections, but self-awareness about things you do on a day-to-day -day basis, not just with yoga. Self-awareness is so important. You know yourself better than anybody. So, I mean, getting to know yourself even better, you're just going to know exactly how to heal yourself. You know, like, if you, the better that you are aware of yourself, the better you know how to love yourself more. And I feel like that's more important than finding someone to do that for you, like finding someone to fill that void. It's like actually taking the time to figure out yourself, which I think is stronger than like anything. Okay, so I'm gonna pass on the chosen. I love how we're passing the mic, just so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next question, um, reflecting on your 2017 journey, right? Uh -huh. I mean, yes, we got one more le month left of the, of the year, but let's just be real. December is more so of a recap. <laughs> it um, is. So if you can tell us within your artistry um, of 2017, what are some moments um, or experiences you have um, that has impacted your work ethic while creating? Um, definitely like the negative moments. Mm -hmm. um, for example, like the way that I, so my R&B yoga, like my business started to really pop off over the summer. We did rooftop yoga at Whiskey Business, which is in Wicker Park. And that's really when we got like a lot of attention and a lot of people like coming to our classes. We had sold out classes every summer, but before then I kind of had a low. Yeah. I was teaching out of a studio mm -hmm. um, in River West and that's, and my capacity was about 20 and I was selling those out and it made me happy. And I was let go from that studio. Um, and I was super sad about it. I think like the uh -huh. owner of the studio was just like a little petty. Like I think she was a little jealous, you know, like this, okay this young old 23 year old, like, you know, selling out this <laughs> Absolutely, place. Yeah. And I was so sad and I cried and I was like, oh. what? Like somebody took away a space where I was like creating and like doing my yoga. And mm -hmm. so I instantly just wanted to like, you know, like not do anything about it and just like be depressed. But my friends were like, no, like you have a good thing. Like just find another space. It's not Absolutely. that hard. And so I found Whiskey Business, which is a beautiful bar with a beautiful rooftop. And from there we've been, we, like I said, we've popped off. Like we did, I did yoga there every Saturday and Sunday from May to August. And okay. like every Saturday and Sunday we were sold out. And we were, we've been featured in like Time Out Chicago. Come we've been through, featured in like through. blogs. Y'all clap it up. Huffington Post. This is, Post. Too much this is a amazing accomplishment. Like, that's that's it was just, so basically it's just like don't stop. Like Absolutely. I know that like that's not the first like hump that I'm gonna go over or you know like be yeah. presented with so it's like advice to anyone and even to myself because it still happens um you just can't stop you just gotta keep going you kind of have to turn like that negative energy into positive energy and going with that your answers are so great of like a segue Thank you. into my next question I'm like well since you just touched on that so <laughs> so basically what were your biggest like takeaways and lessons as a whole in 2017 um, I think the biggest lesson that I've learned, um, because, so I'm a yoga teacher, like that's just something I've always wanted to be, but now that I own a business, I'm also an entrepreneur, and like people are like, no, you're an entrepreneur, and I'm like, no, I'm a yoga teacher, and they're like, no, 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 like this is what's coming with it, and I just wasn't prepared for that, I've never taken a business class in college, like my major was anthropology, like I didn't know anything oh, man, that so I was different. doing, <laughs> yeah, you know, it just, it just kind of happened, like this idea just worked. And so I, I had to learn a lot of stuff. And the biggest thing that I've learned is um, keeping your emotions in check. I'm like a super emotional, expressive person. Aww. I know, it's so sad. <laughs> like I just feel so hard. And so like kind of for example, when I freaked out like over getting, losing that yoga studio, like I just wanted to cry. I just wanted to be sad about it. But you can't really, you can't do that as an entrepreneur. You have to keep your emotions in check. You gotta yeah. be strong. You gotta keep moving. So it's like, really separating personal and business okay like cool like cry at the crib like do what you got to do but as soon as you like walk out that door like it's come back phase. stronger yes. so 
keeping my emotions in check, being a strong, <laughs> strong woman. Yeah, that sounds like my takeaway too. I was yeah. like, that's my year. <laughs> I feel like it's a skill, so I'm it is definitely working a skill. on it. Definitely, it does take time. So, yes, pressure makes diamonds. That's what I always say. <laughs> okay, so I have one more question, okay. but then I want to open the floor to the audience um, and just to see if at least one or two people got a question for okay. you, because I feel like it's questions like lingering in my eyes <laughs> right now. So, um, so Lauren, if you can give advice, right, um, mm -hmm. to artists during moments of chaos and continued workflows, when too much is hitting you at once, right, mm -hmm. um, how do you respond to that? So there's two things I would say, and this is just speaking from my own experience, is like how we were talking about earlier, just like self-love, self-love, self-love. Like yeah. if you ever feel like you're off or you're just like, you don't know where to turn to, like that's when you need to stop what you're doing and focus on yourself. Cause that's the only way like your product is gonna be good. Mm -hmm. You know, like if, if you're trying to create something and you're off, then you're not gonna get your best result. So you just have to work on yourself and also just stay hungry. Like. There's a reason why you're doing what you do, and you have to stay hungry. Like, I was telling um, my friends like earlier today, like I was like, when the, there's like there could be an artist who has like their first album, and you're like, yeah, that album was hot, and then yeah. they come up with their second <laughs> album, and it's not as hot because they didn't stay hungry. Yeah. And you have to stay hungry. Like, it's never shit is never sweet. Like, just know that. Never stay comfortable. Always stay on your toes. Stay just as passionate as you were. Like the first day you decided to follow like your passion, so. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Lauren. No problem. So, <laughs> to the audience, um, if there's anyone, okay, Saya has a question. Uh, was there anyone else um, that had a question for Lauren for tonight? No, all right. Well, Saya, <laughs> throw it right at him. Yes, yes, first of all, Lauren, thank you. <laughs> Get the mic. Lauren, thank you so much for coming. I think what you do is so awesome. It's thank really you. awesome. Um, I graduated with a health and wellness degree. And so R&B yoga was actually something that was um, recommended to me. No one, I wow. went to school in Jefferson City, Missouri, and that's where I currently reside. Uh -huh. And it's such a small town. It's not, it's nowhere near as colorful as Chicago. There's mm -hmm. no one doing R&B yoga there, so... I might need to invite you out there. <laughs> totally, so I'll come out there. Bring your out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you see yourself? Excuse me. Do you see yourself expanding? Um, uh oh. Do you see yourself expanding? Maybe like not only nationwide, but like I know there's the trap yoga. Mm -hmm. Do you see yourself collaborating with them? So or we, How do you see? Um, well, we do trap yoga too. Like I have a trap yoga class actually next week, next Saturday. Um, I pretty much like it's called army yoga, but we do it all. Um, I, I want to expand definitely. I, I guess I just want to do it like the right way. Like there's so many ways that you can do yoga and I feel like army yoga is so unique yeah. that I kind of, the way that I want to expand, I just want it to still like be unique as well. Um, so I do want to. I mean, we get so many comments all the time on our Facebook page. Like, people are like, come to Atlanta, come to New York, come yeah. to Oakland. And I'm yeah. like, I want to, and I definitely see us doing that. Mm. We're Like I said, we're still, like, such a young company. Like, yeah. we're about to be one year. So I definitely do see our second year, That's like, looking at other venues, like, reaching mm -hmm. out to people. Yeah. Um, so that was actually, like, a two-fold question. I just okay. want to get the last I'm ready, question I'm ready. out real quick in case anybody <laughs> else has one. Y'all got to keep okay. the show going. Um, what would you say, okay, so would you say someone who wants to, um, you know, do trap yoga or R&B yoga with you, do they have, do they, like, you went to school for this. I did. You know, and then there's some people who stretch and do different things with their bodies to stay in shape just because, you know, just, it's just rhythmic for them. They mm -hmm. don't necessarily want to go to school, but they might want to do what you do. Uh-huh. What would you say to that person? Um... I would say that you can do whatever you want to do. There's definitely times before I was, like, certified that I would teach yoga. Um, I would definitely, like, I want to, in the future, like, have teacher training through me so that if anyone came to me saying they wanted to teach, that I could give them that certification because um, that would just be easy. But unfortunately, you kind of do have to have a certification. I would just kind of guide them. And my school was fairly cheap compared to like other yoga stu um, certifications. It sucks that yoga is so expensive. 
I feel like that's where there's not a lot of yes. people of color doing yoga because yes. it's so, it's, I mean, it's stacks, y'all. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, um, I have yet to start. It's stacks. So, I mean, <laughs> I would just, I mine was fairly cheap. I didn't want to go to, like, an expensive yoga school. I wanted to go to, like, a genuine one. And so I would recommend them to do it through them and then be like, I got you on the job afterwards. So I would kind of guide them. I felt like I kind of had to figure out yoga on my own. So I would kind of just be like a mentor for them and kind of guide them, tell them how I did, and show them how I did it. Okay, so one more question. This is kind of off the self-reflection, um, okay. off the theme, but as a black woman, mm -hmm. like talk about your biggest struggle breaking into this like area. Um, I'm always like the only like black girl in like every yoga thing that I do. And my, like, I mean, I've done yoga since I was 14, and I'd be like this random, this random ass black girl in these classes, and they'd yeah. be like, Where, like, is this chick lost? <laughs> like, like I would go like after high school and stuff, and like, um, even like my certification program, I am just surrounded by people that I don't really feel like um, that I can relate to, um, and then just imagine like then you're certified and you're trying to look for jobs, you know? It's like wow, like. I, I feel like I don't really fit in anywhere. Like, I want to, like, deep down inside, I always wanted to do R&B yoga. Like, yeah, I want to work at your studio, but I want to play, like, Lil Wayne and, like, 2 Chains and Juicy J. Like, I don't want to conform to, like, your rules, you know, and play, like, raindrops and stuff, which, like, I love doing yoga to that type of stuff. Like, that's what I was certified <laughs> off of. But it's just more fun, like, you know, like, when it's, like, music that I like. You know, we've had, like, a SZA class, a Rihanna class. Like, who's doing Beyonce. that? A Beyonce yeah. class. Like, <laughs> we had a Beyonce and Jay-Z. Like, no one's doing that. And I just, like, I pretty much, like, um, I knew that I had more p potential. I knew that I had more in me um, as, as a, just a black woman. You know, I didn't, it's, so basically, it's, like, I was in this, like, very, like, white girl world of yoga and, like, Lululemon and, like, <laughs> just, like, that world. And I was just, like... I don't mind being in this world, but I kind of want to do my own thing still. So, um, and now I'm happy because I know people come to my class and like, it's funny because I'll be like, I'll, I'll be chilling before the class and everyone's like, wait, you're the instructor? And I'm like, I know, right? Shocking, right? Like you didn't expect me to be the one to right. be up there. So to be a role model for people and to just be like, you know, black girls do yoga too. You know, like Latinas do yoga too. Like, you know, it's not just a white girl thing. And it makes other people more comfortable doing yoga. There's a lot of people that don't go to yoga because they're like, I don't look like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so I'm making more people feel comfortable with their bodies and like just be doing yoga. <laughs> I want the mic so bad. Okay. So check it. Um, shout out to everyone in the room right now. I just had to mention it again. Thank you all again for coming through. Um, I have people, y'all, from my high school and college in the building. That is love. Thank you, Shanice. Thank you, Asaya. Thank you, David. Thank you, Jamari in the background. Thank you, Ricky of WWMR 105, The Heat. Shout out to some of the artists that are in the building right now. Thank you to everybody on this front row right here. I love y'all. Um, and so uh, we're going to uh, close with Lauren. If you can tell us upcoming projects that you have, um, oh. future plans for 2018, where they can find you. Um, yeah. Tamiro, anything else you want to? I was just going to say, clap it up for Lauren again for this being her one year as well. And I'm super proud of Thank you. you. I knew about Lauren way before I met her just because of word of mouth and like social media. And I've been trying, I told her, I've been trying to do yoga forever and I never started. And like when I saw the Rooftop R&B, I was like RSVP, but I just never made it. That's okay though. I'm going to be there next summer. I'm going to be in every class. And I'm going to be popping. Okay. I'll be stretching, doing all that stuff. But definitely y'all give it up for Lauren and let's just close out with your social media so I don't know where yeah. find you. So I have, a, I have two trap yoga classes coming up. Um, one next Saturday, one November 25th. You guys can go on rmbyoga.net to like book for classes. I, then I have two 90s RMB yoga classes in December. Two, y'all. Right? Two. <laughs> two. So that's December 2nd and December 9th. So that's just yoga only. Um, we have, I, this, this is something I haven't actually, like I've only told like close friends this. Ooh. But Ooh. yeah, so this is our, I know, exclusive. I haven't posted this on our <laughs> website, but for 2018, we actually have our plans already. We're okay. doing a partnership with Macy's. Yeah. I know. 
Y'all so, put it up Macy's at the yeah. State Street. So we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have a class um, at the Macy's on State Street. See? And it's there's gonna be drinks and like brunch appetizers and like you guys get discounts and all the active wear because it's like you need to look good, you yes. know, when you do yoga. Yes. So it's like yes. dude, they have like Nike, Adidas, Calvin Klein, they have everything. That's awesome. Though. So yeah, um, just turn yeah. up. We have a live DJ. There's gonna be like two live DJs, one on the on the clothing floor, one for the class. So it, January's gonna be popping, but also this trap yoga and 90s R&B yoga is gonna be popping as well. So we if you guys have any questions, just ask me. I can help you guys. Awesome. Well, y'all clap it up one more time. Yeah. One more time. And we're gonna tell them your social media because you got some it's, followers in the building right now that's waiting. That's so waiting. Uh, Facebook is the best way to keep updated with us. All you have to do is look on Facebook, R&B yoga. We're also on Instagram, but on Instagram, it's R the letter N B yoga because you can't like, you know, have a symbol and your username. Uh, <laughs> but that's pretty much it. Like, and then the website, rmbyoga.net. So it's not rmbyoga.com. You will, I don't know what that will take you to, but <laughs> rmbyoga.net. And then, like I said, Facebook is the best way because I post all the events on Facebook. Y'all check so. her out. Facebook, R&B Yoga. It's yeah. lit. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. DJ Simba, can you go crazy, bro, for about five, ten minutes? We'll be right back, y'all. For coming, I just keep thanking y'all because you guys are such an awesome crowd. We are getting ready to spin off our interview Q&A session with the IPR squad. Let's go ahead and give them some love, ladies and gentlemen. Show some love. They are about to spill all of the tea. Do you hear me? All of it. All right, so each and every one of our squad, squad members are going to take a moment and introduce themselves, and then we're going to get started. Hey, y'all. <laughs> oh, my name is Chelsea Sincere, executive director and producer of Invisible Podcast Radio. Clap it up for, clap it up for. My name is uh, DJ Simba of Huey, Huey being Huey Gang, Headstrong, Urban Educated Youth. Um, I'm the DJ, because it's in my name. <laughs> and um, I'm also the Lemon Pepper Ledger, hey. for those of you who love Lemon Pepper. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to just... Hey. <laughs> um, I'm T. Mero Elizabeth. I'm the IPR radio personality. And here we go. How y'all doing? This is Cordell Smith, the assistant brand manager of IPR. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for coming out. We lady, y'all. <laughs> awesome. So before we even get into this greatness, I just want to take a moment and turn our, direct, turn our attention, excuse me, to the pieces on the wall, ladies and gentlemen. I know this is such, we're having such an awesome time, but we may not uh, be aware that there is art on the walls. And so once we start eating food, let's just be mindful um, as we mingle, as we socialize, even as we're leaning on the walls, just be mindful uh, that these pieces are there. And we don't, really we want, we don't want you leaning on them. If you can help it, um, because uh, these pieces do hold value and none of us are going to pay for it. Um, <laughs> hey, that's real. <laughs> that's real. Um, lastly, after the, right after the interview, you guys will all have an opportunity to... Oh, my God. It's, it's just a whole Thanksgiving dinner that's about to happen. So we're going to go ahead and juice it up right now. Y'all are like, all right, y'all, we ready, we ready. So we're going to hop right in. I want to thank you guys again for even just creating this whole orchestration, you know. And Chelsea, I know that you have worked very hard to bring all of this together. Could do none of it with a great team. One more round of applause before we get started. Yes. And I have the honor of Saya Izamora. I have the honor of interviewing you lovely people. And so this is going to be great. So first, let's start off with, we're not just going to get real deep real quick. We're going to kind of ease in a little bit. Why don't you tell us, uh, and you guys can choose in what order you go, how did you guys get started and what were some obstacles that you faced I mean, because this is a real brand, y'all. Like, this is only the one-year anniversary. Think about two or three years. I don't know if we're gonna, what kind of venue space we're going to be in. It's going to continue to grow. So talk to us, us real people, about your journey getting started and some of your obstacles. All right. She looked dead at me, so I yeah. guess I'm going to answer first. <laughs> Definitely on you. 
Okay, so some challenges within the year. Um, well, I would say synchronicities uh, is very important in terms of having everyone on the same page. Um, communication is very important. And so we have hiccups, you know, um, just like you do in your own personal life. Your mom or your dad or your brother or your sister or your cousin might not, you know, read the same mind or the same intentions that you might have. And that's okay. And so with communication, right, you iron out the wrinkles and you make stuff work. So I would say um, challenges would definitely be um, finding that rhythm. And right now we're still trying to find that rhythm. Right. But at the same time, working with everyone and putting everyone's assets together to build that uh, that unit is important. Right. But at the same time, I feel like having sanity, <laughs> having sanity is and important. That's really important because yeah. people yeah. think I mean, when you bring an audience in, sometimes it seems like, you know, we just woke up like this. But there's real work that goes into play, real blood, real sweat, real tears. So let's talk a little bit about that. Go ahead. Um, I would say as far as obstacles, um, what was mentioned earlier, just being an artist. All of us are artists outside of IPR. We all have our own brands mm -hmm. that connect to IPR. So just trying to, uh, not even trying to fit IPR in the schedule because IPR takes priority, but it's just about balancing, like having your own stuff to work with and then coming back to the table and being like, yo, I'm a dedicate this amount of time to IPR and I'm going to put in these hours and I'm going to keep mm -hmm. going even though like yeah you know me being a DJ we got to we got to spend every weekend or we got this event that happened mm -hmm. like I was supposed to DJ a whole nother event tonight and I didn't go because I love IPR that oh, much wow. you know what I'm saying That's so real. like it's it's making those choices and thinking about like man uh, how can I balance being an artist and then contributing to something that we all trying to create at the okay. same time so your personal not your personal life because we Outside of IPR, like I said, we're artists, but mm -hmm. just um, balancing your personal issues that you have as an artist and not trying to bring that to a table where you're trying to create something beautiful. Right, right. Good answer, Simba. Come on, Simba. Like, ooh. Tell us your name one more time. Lemme and Peppa King. Right. Oh, don't hate. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hate. Yeah. So, yeah. answer the same question. Absolutely. Okay. I was like, wait, along to Simba's answer. Uh, for me, the blood, sweat, and tears and the obstacle I would say I faced um, this year is time management. Um, I'm just going to put this out there that I am always starting to the party and I'm chronically late for everything. So definitely balancing this with school and work and personal life and also my personal endeavors was a challenge. But the love of the team and I'll say what we're doing in the progression we've had, it was beneficial in the end. So um, as you can see, you all are in this room. So clearly we're doing something right. <laughs> so uh, definitely I would say that's the biggest thing I've learned and had an obstacle with in this time, time management. So to you, Cordell. Thank you. Um, to answer that question, I would say like Chelsea said, the communication part. Um, understanding that we always <laughs> uh, want to agree, but we'll come uh, to some type of agreement that uh, Basically, it'll be the best for the overall um, IPR um, brand. Um, outside of that, I would also say getting people to, one, uh, trust and believe in the platform and how it basically helps to showcase uh, those so talented, uh, invisible artists that don't always get a chance to be seen or heard. Um, I would say, yeah the outside world to basically believe in it and communication. Absolutely. And if any of you have not had the chance to get online and tune in to the Invisible Podcast radio station, I'm telling you, you might think you're going to get on. Just, you know, I'm just going to go check them out. You end up going from podcast to podcast because all of it is very, very, not only uplifting, but if you're business oriented, this uh, radio podcast channel is just very fruitful. So you guys, again, it's real people, real human beings, you know, going places. We're all going places. Talk to us about what it's like to be on your own platform. I want you guys to kind of take the wheel to, uh, it's free flow. If you guys want to go, you know, just whoever talks first is really, let's make this a conversation. And then we're going to take questions from the crowd as well. So, okay, that was a really broad question, actually. So, 
you know, being on your own platform, I mean, do you guys deal with other brands wanting to collaborate you or other brands kind of like what they doing, you know, how can we be a part of it? Or maybe even a little shade, you know, what is it that you guys, no shade, that's what's up, that's good. Um, I feel like one of those things uh, that, that you just mentioned, well, with me, I can't speak for everybody. I don't think Chelsea catch it. I don't think Tamara or Cordell catch it. But me being a DJ, I play the music. So you got people inboxing me like, yo, how do I get on IPR? And it's like, yeah, bro, I get it because you're invisible. But like, where's the... Where's the like quality though? Like where like everybody just wants to like put like they expect you to have a platform and just put you on. Like no, it don't work that way. Like you gotta have quality, you gotta have substance. Like the reason that we have certain artists on IPR is because one, we've gotten to know them on a personal level and understood that they have a beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Soul. Outside of their beautiful soul, their art is also beautiful. You feel me? So it's like those two things go hand in hand, not just, well. We got a uh, a radio podcast, and we just gonna put you on. We gonna put you on too. Matter of fact, we gonna put you on. Like it don't work that way. You feel me? Like, and and that's not how. Like, I guess I was brought into. Um, not I wouldn't want to say industry, but like just this community of artists. Like, it's okay to help out one another, but it's also to help each other build. Like, build up. Like, there you're supposed to go up. Like toward. Like. <laughs> you're supposed to get better, you feel me? And people just expect that since you got a platform, you're supposed to give them something. It's like, no, nah, you got to work hard. Same way we work hard. Like, we worked hard to get to this year. Nothing was really handed. Am I Correct me if I'm wrong. All right, I was just making sure that's all. Beautiful. So, Asia, throw me the question one more time. The same question? Yes. Okay, yes. cool. It is, all the time. Right, right, all right. The time. So, what is it like to have your own platform? What is it like? What, what, do you, what kind of messages do you want to be spread on this platform? I mean, we're living in, very, in a very interesting time, so it's pretty pivotal to have your own platform. Right, right. Okay, so the idea um, came in 2016 of last year, November. Um, and... I was honestly tired of scrolling down my feed and I saw too much talent that was not known. Like we all follow really amazing artists. The question is, are they known? Besides you, besides their friends, are they known, right? So I was like, you know what, Tamiro, um, let's get in the studio. Let's talk to Trail Love. Let's talk to uh, Ishe. Let's talk to Shannon Owsley of you know LA. Let's talk to these artists, you know, because um, they need the space, right? And being a podcast radio, we are conversation, right? We are music. But to know that we have a platform for those who are not known um, and giving them the space to talk about their journey, that is the goal, right? Because when it all boils down, if we Google something, somebody else has already Googled it. So for us to talk about issues, for us to talk about um, themes, experiences that are relatable, and publish that and drop it on SoundCloud and let it go viral, why not, right? Why not? So um, to hear my own voice to this day, it's weird. <laughs> um, but I know that it's being heard for Absolutely. a reason, right? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. We only going higher, you know? Absolutely, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and this is definitely... Uh, uh, and a radio podcast station for really anyone. Um, millennials tend to be uh, those that frequent the most, though, because we're able, with technology, to build anything with much more um, rapid pace than any time before now. So that's pretty awesome. Chelsea, I'm going to let you keep us up on, on time because I want to make sure everyone's able to eat and enjoy themselves. Um, go ahead. You talk to us. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I was going to um, answer to your question from mm -hmm. earlier. Um, one, I think, you know, IPR doesn't try to compare itself to other podcasts Nino, or other. Y'all clap it up for the producer right now. Yes. Nino. Come on in. I don't think one that we try to compare ourselves to other uh, podcasts or our, our musical instruments. Uh, and along with that, um, I feel like IPR gives us a chance to, one, pit our fully expression of who we are um, mm -hmm. into something that we probably wouldn't get at a job, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Um, and then, like I said, just, that's just really it. Like I said, being able to 
one, uh, fully express who we are as an artist, and then as well as we don't compare. We are IPR. Cool, cool. We are IPR. So, <laughs> um, I want to say the biggest thing that I love about this platform is, like Chelsea said, we, I always, and before I met Chelsea, was getting frustrated just seeing, like, listening to the radio and, like, hearing, I don't want to say garbage, but interesting music that I don't listen to. And I was tired of it. And I was, like, you know, me wanting to always be a radio personality, um, trying to start up and things like that. I always said if I had my, if I got on GCI, this is before I knew anything, that I don't control it, payola and all that stuff, controls radio, money, talks. So I had the impression that I'm going to get on radio on an iHeart station and control that. Like, I'm the host. I'm Charlamagne Sweet. I'm DJing whatever I think, 90s, whatever. No. When you get on radio, it's who got the money. So to have the control and the power to, like, sort through the music and, like, people that move me and being able to say, hey, you're dope. Do you, you know, they don't have a platform. Can I highlight you on this show? And like Simba said, we can't just put everybody's quality to music, things like that matter. We invest into our sound quality, things like that. So we'll just like give them feedback. Like, hey, you know, maybe try this type of studio, things like that and come back because we definitely want to highlight your art. So I would say for us, we definitely have emphasized where the invisible can always be heard. Um, that's our tagline. And I feel like we've lived up to it this year. A lot of people, we caught them in their prime. And I could say that a year later, looking at their, you know, how their concerts, most high in the room, he knows for sure, like, the, you know, elevation of his platform from the initial interview back in April to now, you know, the feedback, things like that, by highlighting him on a platform that's still small in itself, but the energy we bring and the content we bring is what gravitates people towards us. So I just hope in the future we just continue to keep that going. Oh, we will. And oh, definitely. So yeah, y'all. Thank y'all. Absolutely. So let's let's kind of let's let's kind of make this a little interesting. Um, I know that we have people in the crowd in the audience who have different things, different movements, maybe different questions about you know artistry and moving forward. Uh, let's take one or two questions from you guys for IPR. Give it up for Miss Lauren again, y'all. <laughs> Thanks. I want to know how, like, you guys came together as a whole. Like, how did you guys choose that you guys wanted to be in a team with each other? Like, what was it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, you guys ready for a cool story? Yeah. All right. So, I was on Twitter, and I was like, hey, y'all, um, retweet one of the dopest producers that you know, right? Just, re just retweet. And, and tag the person. And I got like five people, you know, it's like, oh, at, I don't know, Harambe 95. And then I had, you know, just some random people. I was like, no, no. But then I came across Miss Nino Blanco behind me and I was just like, okay, bet. She's on the team, right? Simba comes through through a word of mouth for a friend and I brought him on, you feel me? And from what, show number one until the present day. You guys will hear him mixing on our shows. Tamira, word of mouth again. Um, but again, synchronicities, right? Having, being in, in the space at the right time with the right people, um, that's important. Um, just, just feeding from energy and knowing that uh, when you trust your gut, right? The work ethic of other people is just going to speak because you guys are working in the same mindset, right? And then Cordell comes honestly through, <laughs> I'm not going to say the name of the company, y'all, but um, I ended up leaving that company and doing IPR uh, full time, but he came to an event that I curated for that magazine. And he pulled me off to the side and was like, hey, I want to start working with you. I don't even know what we're going to do, but I know we're going to work together. And so with that, right, um, here and there, we started building, but then having consistency, right, having communication, having open honesty, having all of these assets to bring into one. Um, and here we are, squad. So, <laughs> Nino, you got, no, okay. She's, she's, she's hugging right now. 
Is it Jay? Is it you? Yeah, yay. She got me working. That's what Jay and yay. Funny, <laughs> That's what friends are for, right? Yes. BFS forever. <laughs> um, hello, for anyone who doesn't know me, I'm Jay. I'm one of Chelsea's good friends from high school. Uh, we've been together since thick and thin, so I love her to death, and I'm here supporting her. Love you, girl. <laughs> um, my question to you all is, um, I never was into podcasts until listening to Chelsea's podcast, and it really has opened myself up to a possible future in doing, like, becoming an artist myself, but not finding what I'm good at, basically. But um, my question is, what can we expect in the upcoming year? Like, what's going to be um, coming up? Like, what's going to uh, be a wowzer? Oh, okay. It's me. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> Chelsea's tired. Okay. Um, okay, so 2018, well, we're going to say end of 2017. Uh, upcoming, something upcoming that we're just going to shout out right now. Um, December 7th, save the date. We're going to be launching a kickoff party with SAIC, the School Art Institute. Um, pretty much, we're going to host artist workshops every two, two Saturdays a month, every yeah. second and fourth Saturday of the month from two to four. And it's pretty much a moderated um, we're going to have, like, artists that we featured on the show, artists from SAIC, and they're pretty much going to showcase their artistry, facilitated by IP Art. So definitely that's something new we're doing um, in the works. I don't know if Chelsea wants should to. Should we do the other should we, should we should make, we I feel like now. we should, though, because we should, we should put, put the, the buzz in their ear. And then, yeah, we're going to put yeah. the bug in y'all ear, and then we all see the GoFundMe. Y'all need to support me, you know what I'm saying? Because so, we're so, starving artists. Yeah. But... <laughs> So, so check it, guys. Um, summer of 2018. I know y'all like, wait, we just finished the summer. Right. But we, Why is y'all talking about Come on, summer? you got to be ready. But check it out. So um, IPR will be going on tour. Hey. Um, y'all clap Midwest tour. Hey, y'all. Um, <laughs> the kickoff location. You yeah, the kickoff location is potential expected will happen at the YCA, Young Chicago Authors um, in Wicker Park. So you guys keep in mind June 2018, it is lit and it will be from IPR. Yes. Um, again, IPR is on SoundCloud, iTunes, Instagram. There's a check-in list. You guys be sure to sign up. Uh, we will keep you all updated with everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just going to say we're going to go Midwest and work our way up north yes. to Toronto. Toronto is the so, ending uh, point. Yeah. Oh, we got another, oh, another question. question. Hey, Ooh, hey, in the back. <laughs> you wanna hold on? Sorry, I'm gonna reach. It can reach. Hey, y'all. Hey. Um, I just <laughs> I want to know for uh, people who are interested in starting their own podcast, what advice do you guys have? Ooh, spicy. Um, this is honestly not to be funny because I make a lot of jokes, but YouTube is your best teacher. I swear for Jesus, boy. Um, if you ever wanted to learn how to do anything, that's real talk, G. Like, real talk, if you ever really want to learn how to do anything, YouTube is definitely, I would say, the first step. Um, people make tutorials all the time. Outside of YouTube, build a um, network of people. So like how Chelsea said, being talking to the right people at the right time in the right place, um, that's how we came together. So just building up a network of people. If you know anyone that, you know what I'm saying, records music, uh, goes to a studio, um, knows a DJ. <laughs> um, I'm like that's how you like you network and then all of those things kind of just fall into place. You uh I would say just definitely study up on it. Look at podcasts, not necessarily IPR, but other podcast radios that you either um listen to or any interviewing uh, platforms that you might watch and just kind of like take little bits here and there and then uh, cultivates it into something that you would want. And just another t uh, note too, honestly speaking, all you need is a microphone, a silent room, make sure you have padded, you know, uh, space. You don't want the absent uh, airy noise. Like this space right here is perfect because with silence, it's you don't hear anything. It's perfect. Exactly. So make sure you have good sound. Make sure you have, um, I would say, content, right? Content that you know that will grow and not 
die or fade. Like you don't want a person to be bored, right? Um, ironically, we started off with like 30 minute shows. Now our shows are like over an hour. <laughs> so be mindful of your time too. Um, know why you're extending the time. Um, and so, you know, and then, you know, at the, the main basis of it all, just be confident, right? Um, promote and market your own, like it's already selling millions, you know? So uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? And to just kind of pick Oh, we got one more. I'm sorry for of that. Yeah. Um, um we have a few more questions, but I wanted to piggyback off of what you said. Um no. Oh, okay. No, I had like he got it. Yeah, I had a question too. I mean, uh a comment too. Go ahead. No, no. Sure, it's about y'all. It's about y'all. It's about my question. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, First off, I want to say uh, shout out to Most High. If y'all haven't heard um, Heavy Heart, go definitely check that out on YouTube as well as y'all. Y'all just want to make sure I shout that out because it's definitely dope and killing right now. Um, other than that, uh, my suggestion would be uh, figure out the topics that you want to talk about um, and that they're important, most importantly to you. Um, and then add your creativity to that. Once you add your creativity and then the topics that you feel like are important to you that others might Hopefully, like I say, no, not hopefully, that others basically will take in. Then from there, I feel like you can have a success um, as long as you market and brand, like uh, Chelsea said. Cool. So um, just piggy, piggybacking off of what you said, um, even though we have much more accessibility to, you know, these kind of resources, there are people who deal with fear and fear that people will judge them or what they have isn't good enough or they might overthink their ideas or somebody may have told them they couldn't be artists, artists don't make money. How would y'all speak to that? Well, hey, y'all. Y'all look so beautiful this evening. I know I came a little late, you know, on Negro times, but... <laughs> um, but I wanted to answer your question. Um, but I think... I <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I wanted to say to that what you just said about like having fear and things like that, that is very true. I'm a photographer and I do video editing as well. And we always overthink as creative creatives of like all our work. So the biggest thing I would say is just sit down, get some time to yourself, really think about what you really want to do. And if you feel like if it's fashion, if it's music, if it's whatever that you feel like is what is your talent, go 100 percent with it. Don't let anybody tell you nothing different from what you what you feel already. You know, I know we overthink, but you gotta, you know, we're always sensitive and things like that about our work, but you just have to continue to just move forward and just take it a day at a time. So that's my advice on that. Um, as far as fear, I would say um, figure out your why. Like, why do you do it? That should drive you the most, trying to find different types of motivation in what you do. So whether you're a painter, whether you, any form of art, painting, DJing, rapping, poetry, dancing, figure out why do you do it. And once you figure out your why, that that itself should drive you. Like I know I got homies who, who rap, but at the end of the day, they got daughters. And their daughters is the reason that they wake up every morning and put 100% into what they do. I've seen these same guys take car strollers into open mics because they committed to what they're doing knowing that that's going to lead a better life for their daughter once you dedicated to it and you got the skill and the talent and the work ethic so fear is definitely should take a a back seat to your creativity but um, definitely figure out your why and once you figure out your why everything else is smooth sailing still in that um, like the small acronym says, uh, false evidence appearing real. Um, so one, like, you know, fear is, is definitely not real. Um, and along with that, uh, a wise woman once told me, um, your dreams are not big enough if they don't scare you to death. Um, so one, just take hold of what it is that you want to do and understanding that execution is worship. So regardless of like what someone says, how someone should, like I say, try to backlash you, put you down, or uh, what the world, uh, quote unquote, people might express, um, you gotta understand that like fear is literally false evidence appearing real. Basically, it's not real. It's all within your head. And once you get out your head, um, and you put like I say, your gifts out into the world. Trust me, the people that I appreciate it are gonna appreciate it. So, um, yeah, just push. 
one last thing too. I'm sorry. I ain't meant to cut you off. I didn't even know you were going to talk. I was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> something just came to mind. Like, we, we be dropping these gems on each other all the time because, like, we Low also key, go through This was a it. meeting. And I remember, like, like one, I remember one time, uh, I forgot who it was, but um, basically, dang, I just had it. Who? I think it was. Trap. Wait, Trap House. Shout out Trap House Chicago. uh, 79th and Ashland? Yes, Trap House Chicago. Hey, y'all, like, Peace Circle, Mashawn Ali, y'all need to check him out. Crime Drought, Trap House uh, off 79th and Ashland. He's doing great things with his platform. And that's our meeting space because he gives us peace. It was was be comfortable in your uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, yeah. um, You're going to step into your greatness. And the only thing that's holding you back is yourself. Can't nobody stop you from being great. So if you want to do something, you can do it. Like at some point in time, anything, anything now that that was great that we call great, at some point in time it was called crazy. Yes. Like somebody Ooh. thought flying people over bodies of water and bent metal was crazy. Yep. And then the next day we got airplanes. You what? feel me? So like you gotta realize that some people gonna call you crazy for the dreams that you have, but they not stopping you from from going to where you gotta go. You don't you your only obstacle. So once start once stuff start becoming uncomfortable like uncomfortable and you start feeling that fear, you have to learn how to be comfortable within that. And as soon as you get comfortable within that, nothing should ever throw you off your path. Like I, it's been times I've DJed and my equipment just failed on me. That's instantly uncomfortable. I can't do my job. But I can also do my job if I think on my feet and I realize what type of resources I have, the people that I have around me, my team. Once you start being able to uh, react in a certain time, everything else, fear is really a non-factor. And to end all these wonderful tidbits on fear, I'm going to say this. Um, My friend once told me this in high school, and he was like, I was always so afraid. I was really shy, surprisingly. And he was like, hey, look, Tamara, guess what? Fear is not a God-given emotion. And I was like, is it not? It isn't. Because it really is just a mental state. And just like a lot of things, you psych yourself out. So for me, my fear of talking, <laughs> I had to rid myself of that consciously, talk myself into talking. And it was like, oh, this is like not as bad as I thought it was. And look where I'm at today, talking in front of you guys. Like, what's up? Like, we're in my house. So, uh... Look at that. So we're pretty much um, going to wrap up and pass it to wrap it Saya. Up then. Wrap it up then. But we ain't walk off the stage, though. <laughs> we're actually going to bring on... Then. We're going to bring back Tamara oh, and Power. So hey. you guys, uh, feel free. DJ Simba is going to go back on the ones and twos, but Ooh. feel free to self-serve with the food. Y'all shout out to my mom. Can y'all clap it up? Thank you, mom. Mama with the amazing, amazing food. <laughs> So, Mama, you guys, you guys have dinner, dinner, dinner. And is dinner it drinks too? Absolutely. Thank you to Jen and company for the Overlook Place today. Yes. You guys, um, we have beer here featured from them uh, with a three dollar donation. Yes. And so, give yeah. them a lot of love for give letting us love. have this Come, space to do this hello, dope event. Know, like, shout it out art. for them and definitely look into their work um, outside of this day. Come in and check out Absolutely. the art that. Grace so we're gonna walls. we're gonna let Tom Marie and Power come back on and uh, y'all stick tight, vibe, eat, catch peace it. and love. We lit. Tamari, <laughs> Tamari T and Electric Tamari. Company Power. Tamari. Let's go, y'all. All right. <laughs>